Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. That's what this is called, right? And wow. today, we're going to hike through the mountains, cross the stream, look down, and find a nugget of gold. That's right, we're talking about solid gold today. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. <laughs> <laughs> we take should turns. be a little more in your face. Hey, action adventure! There you go. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, we can convince you to give these films a second chance. Today's pick is my pick. Monster Squad. It uh, came out on August 14th, 1987. It's written by Shane Black. Uh, you may have heard of him. He's wrote uh, a couple of the Lethal Weapons. I think all of them. Last Action Hero, The Last Boy Scout. We don't keep Last Action Hero against him, but... <laughs> Iron uh, Man 3. Iron Man crap. And the <laughs> Nice Guys. Was this during Christmas? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Monster Squad? No. He just said August. No, 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 no. <laughs> but Shane Black always writes stories during Christmas. Oh, yeah. No, this was no, not this one wasn't. I didn't think about that. I got oh. the impression it was end of the school year time yeah. frame. Well, it was definitely not during Christmas because, no. you know, there were no Christmas trees. trees. <laughs> no Christmas trees. Well, where does this take place? Middle America. Yeah. It doesn't say, so it could be, if it was in the South, maybe. Well, nobody's decorated, though. Yeah, but it's well, always even, true. they don't mention it in most of the movies. It's, it's just, just like a little thing, thing in the background yeah. that you happen to notice. Lethal Weapon, Iron Man, it's usually there's some kind of Christmas going on somewhere, mm -hmm. even yeah. if it jumps around throughout a year or so. Okay. Either way, also Fred Decker co-wrote it. He wrote uh, Ricochet, which badass movie. John Lithgow. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Oh, I've never heard of it. I'm with you. John Lithgow and uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, yeah. It's really good. Oh, well, that seems underappreciated. It's Robocop 3. Well, we can skip that one. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's properly appreciated or not appreciated. Night of the Creeps, which is pretty good, actually. And House, which I like a lot, if you haven't seen House. Whose house? Ron's house? That's right. Say what? My okay. Nope. Nope, that's, that's dog one. That's the whole other thing. I know. Awesome. <laughs> Great movie. movie is PG-13. Stars uh, Andrew Goyer as Sean. Bobby Keeger as Patrick. Bent Shalem as Horace. Ryan Lambert is Rudy, and Ashley Banks is Phoebe, and Michael Faustino is Eugene, who is Bud Bundy's brother in real life. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, uh, Horace died in 1997 of that pneumonia. That kid? That mm -hmm. kid died in 1997. My name, click, click, is Horace. And his the mother died a couple years ago. You know her from Lethal Weapon. All kinds of stuff. And a lot of stuff, but yeah. Like That's where I... Black you know. Christmas or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who almost was in this movie... Oh, well... Was I, Liam Neeson. As who? He was going to be Dracula. Then he wasn't, and then they were going to put him in as somebody else, but then it just didn't That would have been good, because the guy that yeah. played Dracula, I had never heard he of anything he was in. As Dracula. As, as like a Dracula. I looked at the guys who played the monsters, and I found a couple of interesting things. Okay. The guy who played Frankenstein's monster, Tom Noonan. It's Frankenstein, actually. <laughs> Either way, Tom Noonan is the. It, we just watched a movie with him in it. He played the sheriff in Knockaround Guys, which we literally watched two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did. And um, the guy who played the mummy 
was Michael Reed McKay, who played the character of Jason 143 in X-Men 2, and also played the character of Bane in Batman and Robin. Okay. And uh, also, the gentleman who played uh, Van Helsing, Jack um, Gillum, played Poseidon in the original Clash of the Titans. All which right. is a badass movie, and I just Thank want any reason to tidbit. talk about Clash of the Titans. <laughs> I'm down. The new, the not the new one. The old no, no, the old one yeah. with the claymation like, with the, and the awesomeness. And the robot owl. Yeah, I like. Maybe the old, we'll do the that one. one. No, no, that's perfectly appreciated <laughs> by me and everyone. Okay, and no one else. See the callback to the other movie. All right, so this movie got a 7.2 on IMDb, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. It had a budget of $12 million, and it made almost $4 million back. That may be due to it was only in movie theaters for two weeks. Back in the day. Yeah. Two weeks only? That doesn't yeah. seem long enough. Not at all. I feel like they used to leave stuff in theaters forever. I know, but... This really one. not this. Well, this Tony had a theory about that. He, he told me it was only in the theater for a short time, and I was like, that's weird. Why would they do that? Well, I think it was because they didn't... This movie, while cool to us, who does who is it made for? Because kids can't watch it because it's kind of violent and there's monsters in it. Wolfman's got nards. Grown-ups aren't going to watch it because kids are the main protagonist. You know, it's kind of... It's a movie for teenagers. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But, um... <clears throat> so, let's see. But, yeah, but it found, a, it found a big cult following on VHS. I got a couple of reviews before we do your guys' opening arguments. Opening arguments. Um, let's see... Good review. It's from Adam R. This movie's awesome. That's right, awesome. It's utterly ridiculous and nonsensical, yes. It's terribly dated for the 80s, most definitely. But in the end, none of that matters because Monster Squad is a near-perfect piece of entertainment fluff that will make the kid and all of you jump for joy. And the bad review is one and a half stars from Troy. <coughs> Saw this on a list of great movies that didn't do great at the box office and wish I had never seen it. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Troy really getting straight to the heart of the matter there. Yeah, Troy cuts me deep. <laughs> deep cuts there, Troy. Way to go, buddy. So, going in, what did you guys think? Uh, going in, if, I don't know if you'd seen it or not before. Start with Carly. Well, you know I've seen it before. Yeah. But Wow, that means everybody in the I world. I never <laughs> had until I met Tony. Mm. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> he made me watch it. I have a tendency to get it confused with another movie he made me watch where the vampires move in next door. What movie is that? Fright Night? Yes. Yeah, that movie. Uh, that come, that I have a tendency out. in my the head original. to not be yeah. able to keep track of what well, it is. Those <laughs> movies are nothing alike, by the way. I know. <laughs> but he made me watch both of them probably in the same weekend, and in my head they're forever the same movie. Um, okay. <laughs> all the listeners out there, um, no. <laughs> no, I know. I have a tendency to think it is sort of fluff, like your first reviewer, but it's mm -hmm. fun, and it's a good time, and uh, Tony really likes it, so I watch it whenever he wants me to, and I bought him this awesome Monster Squad t-shirt he's wearing yes. for the podcast. Way to, way to be the guy who wears the name of the band to the show. Exactly. Elaine? Um, I've only seen this movie one other time one time before this particular rewatch and I'm fairly certain I saw it with you because I'm with me or Tony both of you I'm pretty sure I had mentioned that I had never seen it before and we all watched it together Could have been. oh yeah that might have happened I think that did happen I think that happened like last year or maybe the year before because see that was the seeds of the podcast right there yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> playing them deep 
pretty sure that that, but that was the first time I'd ever seen it. So um, this is only the second time I have seen it. So I was looking forward to seeing all the little minutia that I had missed the first time around. I think I'm. I caught all the minutia back in '89. <laughs> by that time, I had seen it like 30 times. Yeah. Um, so going in, I had known exactly what was going to happen here. But you really have to think about this movie. Watch it two different ways. You watch it and you just sit there and you suspend disbelief and just take them for what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's a great ride. Like, you just go with it and you don't ask questions like, how did Drac Dracula get a car? You can't um, start asking questions. How, no question is <laughs> how did Dracula get a car? How did, how did something happen in Transylvania in the 1800s or 1700s get translated to Middle America in the 80s? I have a lot of questions like that. Like, <laughs> these things. You just let that stuff go. You don't bother with it. Because if you start doing that, then the movie's going to go to shit. So what you do is you suspend disbelief and just take it for what it is. Okay, what's it's, the it's other way you watch movie. it? The other way is to be very analytical and be like, why does this shit happen? What That doesn't make any sense. You know, and you just <laughs> pick it apart. You start pulling at threads, pulling at threads, and all of a sudden you're hating the movie because, Troy, <laughs> you, 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 you dug too deep. <laughs> this is not a think piece. Because this sweater is such a loose weave, it might as well be a pile of yarn. Right. Okay. Right. It's just a fun dog. But I was looking forward to it because I love this movie. All right. So going in, we're all ready. Um, starting out, <clears throat> movie has a great tagline, for me anyway. You know who to call when you have ghosts, but what about monsters? A little call back to Ghostbusters, one of my other favorite movies. Way, way to try to get the rub, yeah. you know? Yeah, a little, little, maybe a little cheap, but... Yeah, um, but these kids are not the Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, no. If, if, They're um, barely the Monster Hunters. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to I don't that. Know if, that. If Horace <laughs> thinks that he's Bill Murray... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Joey is definitely Venkman. Or Rudy. Sorry, Rudy. I don't know why... I don't oh, know. Rudy's, Rudy's Van Helsing, <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> but, okay, so we start out... <clears throat> We get a red crawl. 100 years before the story begins, dot, dot, dot. It was a time of darkness in Transylvania, dot, dot, dot. I'm saying dot, dot, dot because these people don't know how ellipses work because they put it after every sentence. <laughs> At a time when Dr. Abraham Van Helsing and a small band of freedom fighters conspired to rid the world of vampires and monsters to save mankind from the forces of eternal evil, they blew it. <laughs> I love that little line at the end, and they blew it. That was pretty funny. And they, and they wait and space it out, so it's kind of funny. <clears throat> Okay, so we start in a graveyard uh, of a near near a cliffside castle, I assume in Transylvania. Inside are coffins and torches and, and rats. Now, if you look close, the rats are actually armadillos. <laughs> I wrote that they were R-O-U-S's. No, they're armadillos. Because those are some big fucking rats. <laughs> well, I, saw that in the, in, I saw that in a tribute thing, and so the, the, the last time I watched it, I was like, nah, and I watched it. No, they're freaking armadillos. Like, they don't even look like rats. No, they don't. But either way. Were they rodents of abnormal size? <laughs> That's why I wrote that. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. Mm -hmm. uh, on the ceiling, <laughs> hundreds of glowing little red eyes of bats are all over. Um, and then we close on a huge bat stretching out its wings. It shifts quickly and lands on the floor. It's a fully dressed Count Dracula cape, collar, and blouse. Because, you know, you gotta, you gotta look good. Yeah, you gotta look the part. <clears throat> well, he is a count. And he also <laughs> sucks. Oh. One, uh, uh, uh. Outside, we see a mob of people with torches, hunting dogs, and a wagon running up the path, led by none other than Dr. Abraham Van Helsing. Only this time, he's brought some TNT. The crew enters a... a lot of dynamite in this movie. Yeah, there is <laughs> more dynamite in this movie than... Jimmy Walker was impressed. Now I know my explosions. Yeah. The crew enters and quickly drops a female vampire. After this... Uh, she was eating, what, like a, uh, a possum or something? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I think it said possum. Like, in she's billed as vampire, <laughs> vampire, possum? vampire with possum or something wow. like that. You know, I've never looked at that that deep. Weird. <laughs> After this, we see um, they see the amulet glowing, uh, giving off some kind of light show on inside on the other side of the room. Uh, reality gem, maybe. Ooh, bring uh, it back to Marvel. I like it. Anyway, we learned that they have uh, three minutes. How does he know that? I don't. He know. checks his pocket watch because it's midnight. And you have is that midnight time? until midnight? When we read Van Helsing's book. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the right time zone in Transylvania. <laughs> just before after daylight saving. It's the time zone that the reality gem is based in. <laughs> because wherever it is, is, it is, that's the reality. Okay. Marvel. <laughs> Alright, they have three minutes to have this young woman uh, chant some phrases in front of the, the gem to rid the world of monsters. Now, I love how he keeps interrupting her. Yeah. Tell her to hurry up. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it actually rids the world of monsters, though. It just or well, opens a, a vortex. It's yeah. supposed to suck all the evil It's basically out. a big ghost trap. <laughs> Ghostbusters. But every time that she's trying to get this out, it's like, we're gonna die! It's like, you're not helping. <laughs> yeah, zombies start smashing through the floor pretty strong and uh, to distract them. Crypt keepers. But, uh... <clears throat> Van Hissel ain't hearing this. He's got a dank, a dark master to kill. He makes the girl uh, continue. <clears throat> she does, and once finished, the gem opens a portal that selectively sucks things into it, starting with an aforementioned girl that read the... <laughs> uh, did Van Helsing push her? I don't know. It looked like he pushed it off her. Have, away. Like, he, was kind of, he was kind of mean to her. So. Well, he was trying to escape the vortex of doom, but that did not work. Well, she's a virgin, pure as, as the driven snow, and got sucked into the vortex of evil. The, um... It cuts the scene cuts before we really get any kind of actual resolution, and now it's present day. It's present day, well, present day, nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> it's present as we're going to get for this. Yeah, I wrote down present day, or rather, the eighties. <laughs> yeah, we go to um, I. I call it the principal's office. I don't know if we ever actually find out if it's a principal, but. Because basically somebody's office. Mr. He's Mr. right on, man. I Mr. feel like Metzger. it was probably the assistant principal because I feel like assistant principal is in charge of discipline. I oh. feel like it doesn't matter for the purposes of our story. <laughs> Could have been a guidance. It matters counselor. for the story in my head. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. Sometimes the story in her head is better than the one we're that watching. That is true. So. That's, why I, that's why I frequently say, well, what did you hear me say? Yeah. <laughs> she definitely needs to be a script doctor. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Sean and Patrick are getting uh, lectured. Apparently they are drawing monster pictures in class instead of learning science. Um, and that's for unfortunate because Dr. Metzger thinks that science is right on, man. <laughs> 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 oh, man. It, it ends with the principal uh, or the person saying that they know a lot about monsters, but they need to learn about science. Science is real. Monsters are not. To which Sean says, You don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> and what about Meow Mix? Like she's. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't care for one of their teachers. Apparently, she looks sort of something like a cat. She has a cat haircut, and yeah. does look like a cat. Cries, mm -hmm. jarred the daughter. Why Sean calls her Meow Mix, but Patrick doesn't because, <laughs> because he that's thinks that's just rude. rude. Then we cut outside where Horace, aka Fat Kid, is getting picked on by local school bullies. Who's Wayne from the Wonder Years? Exactly. Mm -hmm. AJ and Derek. He's eating a candy bar. AJ knocks it out of his hand. It's a Snickers. Snickers. Because he's hungry. Why wait? <laughs> he has a glandular problem. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> AJ knocks it out of his hand and steps on it and uh, calls him a couple of slurs we're not going to mention. And, yeah, uh, he uses words that you're not allowed to use. And yeah, you know what? Mm -hmm. Before that, in the other scene, when the two boys leave, 
Mm -hmm. They were talking, they were using some slurs they, you shouldn't they, use there's either. There's a few of them in here. They dropped the H-bomb and the oh, F-bomb. Yeah, yeah oh, it was yeah. not okay. It yes. wasn't 87. Yeah, it's weird because, not to be messed up about it, but I remember being their age and saying it all the time. Right. And well, then it, when it, I hear it now, it's a little jarring, and I'm like, wow, that's it's crazy. Well, words take on different meanings over time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Remember when... when Damn was a really bad word. Now it's yeah. like bitch and no, no. It was still a really bad word then. It just was acceptable to, <laughs> to use that yeah. as a derogatory yeah. term. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, AJ calls him some slurs, and Horace mumbles that he's an asshole. <laughs> AJ and Derek uh, tear up a Wonder Woman comic that he was reading and push him to the ground and just and start beating on him. <laughs> but that's when Rudy rolls up on his bike, leather jacket, shades, gelled hair. And lights a cigarette off his heel, and you know While shit's he about sits, to go down. But he sits on a banana seat bicycle and, <laughs> yeah. and are, tough talks to yeah. dudes. Are banana seats cool? No. Well, in the was 80s, Rudy cool because of the banana seat, or no. was the banana seat cool because of Rudy? Thanks. It's a high fidelity way to look at it. <laughs> I think he could have had a cooler bike, but I think he could have been cool, could have had a mongo like a mongoose or something. Well, he came in. This is nineteen eighty-seven. He came in looking like a greaser. It's like all right. So when the outsiders show, except up, that he had on dress shoes. Yeah. He should have had a <laughs> jeans He should have had a BMX with yeah. like the cards and the spokes, mm -hmm. so it made the noise when you. He could have been. He should have came in like he was in the movie Rad. Or he could have had a dirt bike. Isn't he like sixteen or something? He's in junior high. Is he? That's what they say. I, I never quite junior. understand. He's, if he's like, with them or. They're probably what, like eleven, and he's probably like fourteen. Oh really? Okay. Because the older sister, <laughs> later on, I guess she's like seventeen. Mm -hmm. I would guess. Well, Rudy and like this club. Rudy interrupts the uh, beating and uh, tells AJ that now he has to eat the candy bar, he's sticking up for Horace, and then. Uh, he does, because he's scared of Rudy, you know? Dude, he smokes Bananas. he's 14. He's in junior high. <laughs> Indestructible. <laughs> from here, Sean and Patrick talk about monsters on the way home from school, and they meet up with Phoebe, Horace, and uh, Rudy outside of Scary German Man's house. They debate whether Rudy should be allowed in the monster squad, and Phoebe asks if he killed his dad, <laughs> which is really weird. <laughs> And out of nowhere. <laughs> and I watched the making of it, and, and the guy that played Rudy said that that was part of it, that he might have killed his dad. Like, what? <laughs> what? That was part of your backstory? Yeah, that like, you were what just... is that? It reminds me of Heather's. <laughs> that was the movie, too. Christian Slater. The, the kid that, that plays Phoebe is adorable. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's probably not anymore. No, she's not bad looking. Uh, her, I'm sure she's a very nice lady, but she's not adorable anymore. No. <laughs> From there, we cut to a cargo plane. Two pilots are chatting about the pros and cons of being cargo pilots when they hear a loud noise come from the back of the plane. Now, one of the pilots, the one who goes in the back, is very recognizable. He was in Sopranos, and he was in a bunch mm -hmm. of other things. Yeah. So when you look at this now, and go, wow. So the biggest stars you could think of in this movie have really big parts. True. And we almost had Liam Neeson out. And almost had Liam Neeson. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the cargo boxes is a huge coffin with the name Frankenstein on it. A uh, bat flies by scaring the pilot. The bat, act is, of course, is actually Dracula. Um, and the scared pilot uh, waits uh, waits and dumps the coffin out of the plane with some kind of lever. Carbor yeah. Dracula follows it down. The acne release lever. Yeah, it floats for a minute. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so then we're back at the clubhouse. Um, Rudy is being rigorously tested in monster weaknesses, but he's more interested in watching... Um, Whose sister is it? 
Patrick's sister. Patrick's sister. Patrick's sister. Sitting there in her underwear. Undressed next door with well, binoculars. And who does that in front of the window like that? Like she's hanging out. Yeah. Lots of people do that. Um, <laughs> do you hang out in front of the window? Naked? I have to say, out of all the theories of the second way to kill a werewolf, um, falling out of a window onto a bomb is my favorite. <laughs> I like car crash. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Accident with power tools, people. The best one is accident with power tools. They have a million ways to kill a werewolf, but only two ways to kill a vampire. It's daylight There's and stake to, the, stake heart. to no, the heart. They have theories. There's only one way to kill a werewolf. Yeah. But they don't mention that fire will kill a vampire. Well, <laughs> maybe it won't. A nuke will kill any of them, but, you know, maybe. See, but then it's, they're it's like, available. this will kill a werewolf, this but yeah. Well, nukes were hard to come by. They're just stuff. Uh, Maybe fire wouldn't kill a vampire, though. No. <laughs> um, but either way, he passes the test and he's in. Sean's sister bangs on the door, uh, Phoebe, and protests that she isn't allowed in their clubhouse or the club. Because it's, what does she say? Uh, it's prescrimination or something <laughs> like that. Prescription, that's it. It's prescription. It's discrimination. <laughs> um, Sean blows her off and uh, goes inside to see his parents. His mom apparently bought bought him Abraham Van Helsing's diary at a yard sale, which would be worth how much? Uh, and how did it get to a yard sale? Wherever is it a yard this sale, is? Middle America. Is, these gonna, are questions we don't ask. I'm going to say. I'm going to say they're. You know what? They're probably in Erie, Indiana. You know what? We're going to not worry about that. They're that in Springfield. <laughs> no, no, Erie, Indiana. Though that was a TV show about this weird town in. It wasn't bad. In Indiana. This was a Springfield that had state, supernatural. It's, there's a real place called Erie, Indiana. Uh, I'm a, this okay. was a supernatural town, which would make Michael sense. where Michael Jackson's from. Isn't Michael Jackson from Erie, Indiana? I don't know. Erie I'm Indiana. not actually from Erie, Indiana. So <laughs> I, I, think he, I think I saw that. I, I did watch that show, though. That's it was true. great. All right, so let's stop talking about that. Either way, the diary is rough because it's in German. So what, Luckily, they have scary German guy. Luckily. Well, no, first they have Patrick's sister. Patrick brings up that his sister's taking German. Then we get a no, weird... she doesn't. He just sits around and lets people touch her tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we get a weird. Um, if you watch it, pay attention to this shot. Ooh, TikTok. This is a weird shot. We get a shot, a quick shot of Dracula getting out of his limo or or his hearse. He pulls up and uh, walks out. It says, "So it begins. Lightning and thunder happen." And then that's the end of the scene. <laughs> really into mood in this movie. He does have a sweet skull hood ornament. Yeah, though. it is a badass car. Um. Well, back at Sean and Phoebe's, Sean is is going into his dad's room. His dad's shaving and getting ready for work. No, uh, oh, they're getting going ready to go out. Oh, I mean, go out. I'm sorry. They're going right. to couples therapy. Yeah, they're going to couples therapy. Uh, he wants money to go see a horror movie, Groundhog Day Part Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tony's going to do that next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, his dad explains that uh, Sean has to stay home and babysit Phoebe so that he and his mother can go to a marriage counselor. He's a cop, but um, and uh, gets called into work by his partner. Apparently, while he's talking to him, a crazy guy is in the uh, precinct, screaming that he's a werewolf. Now, why would they need? He's a detective, clearly. Yeah. Why would they need a detective? Because some guy's <laughs> saying I'm a werewolf. No. Well, they, no, they go. They call him in because of the the, the mummy. A very expensive mummy was stolen I from a museum. But yeah, it does seem like he gets called in because yeah, of this. Crazy guy. But then when he goes to work, that's not even where yeah. he goes. Yeah. But the guys in the precinct, they like, lock me up, and yeah. which, they don't. <laughs> which, also, which also, I don't know if they would call him in because somebody stole the mom. No, but, but I'm surprised. So wait, <laughs> but they do murder that where that dude who claimed to be a werewolf. Maybe yeah. he's which a, seems um, like he wouldn't expert. go around firing yeah. in the precinct. <laughs> well, I feel go, like it has a gun. 
I feel like it would have been Jampile on the werewolf, not fire. Well, he gets the co- he gets the cop's yeah. gun and shoots it in the air, right? And then the one guy shoots. I mean, got his active shooter. Yeah, the cops um, in this town—they're not afraid of anything. Yeah, bullets in the building—they're not afraid. Either way, <laughs> Sean's mother is pissed because apparently this is a reoccurring thing with their their father. Hence the couples counseling, I guess. Um, at the station, <clears throat> the crazy man is, well, this is where it is, assists on being locked up. The police fight with him, and uh, he beats them all down, uh, takes one of their guns, fires it in the air, screaming, lock me up. One of the cops runs into the room, draws, and shoots them three times. Then we leave uh, there and head to the museum. It seems that a mummy exhibit is short one pharaoh. Sean's dad, Del, is his, is his name, mm-hmm. um, and his partner, Sapir. Detective Sapir. Sapir. Are baffled. Uh, it's not like it just got up and walked away, right? <laughs> and then we see the, pimp, the mummy pimp slide away. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the crazy guy is dead in the back of an ambulance, but it, he turns into a werewolf and attacks the driver. We jump around a lot here. Mm-hmm. This is like a werewolf- 30 seconds. This is yeah, four this, minutes. This we don't get four minutes in this Because you can't kill a werewolf with regular bullets. No. We'll get to that. Sean's sitting on the roof uh, watching a movie from a nearby drive-in. And what's a drive-in? I miss driving. Movies. Oh, I love driving. <laughs> it was basically a big giant screen where you pulled up in your car and watched movies. But apparently, he has one in his backyard. So yeah, so he's like, I really want to go see this movie. Awesome. And like the big punishment was, you can't go to the movie. All right, so just go sit on the roof. That would be I my thing. Like, go sit on the roof. I feel like his friends would all be on the roof yeah, watching the fucking exactly. movie mm-hmm. because he had the somehow he had the magic radio station that mm-hmm. gave him the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in movie theater, they're driving by me. There weren't little boxes. Like some of them had, yeah. only had boxes. In mine, you tune into a radio station. So Which that's amazing. That made sense to me. All I feel like I'd be watching movies do. all the time. Yeah. I don't know that I would cry. Straight up, yeah, yeah. Straight and the radio frequency wasn't. You had to be within a certain radius. Yeah. Also, you had to be able to see the damn screen. So that helped. Yeah. <laughs> um, over in the swamp, <clears throat> the werewolf is stalking around, and he comes across Dracula and the mummy. They walk around for a while, and then they find Frank's coffin. <laughs> Um, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, it's it's <laughs> it starts sinking into the it sinks into the swamp, and then Dracula holds his hand out like he's freaking Luke Skywalker, and the the coffin starts mm-hmm. to rise. And I'm like, wait, hold on! But then you see that the creature from the Black Lagoon is actually lifting it and uh, throws it out onto the ground. Um, Dracula hooks Frank up uh, to his lightning rod cane. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's pause here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the lightning rod cane. Now, I apparently Dracula and Frankenstein have been traveling together for a long time. They're both. So, but really, you just got a cane that has like like it looks like. Well, you, you gotta give him a jump earbuds. start. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, what if, if you're friends with Frankenstein? If he gets low, you got a jump start. Okay, right now, well, yeah. how do you summon the lightning to your lightning rod cane? Apparently and how come that. how come Dracula didn't get electrocuted at all? Well, like we didn't get any flash of like lightning with the shoes. We didn't get the electrical thing where you see a flash of skull. Hey, remember how I said you could watch the movie two ways? You're doing it the other <laughs> way. <laughs> well, it's because it's ridiculous. And also, uh, I saw this in the thing. He doesn't have bolts on his neck because they had to be careful with the trademarking on this movie. He has bolts in his temples. Hmm. But, um... So anyway, they... Bring, Isn't he open source? Well, they were, but it was owned by Universal, but uh, Universal had a hand in the movie. I don't know. They were really like weird about talking about it, so I think it's one of those things where some people... S- in the, in the power said that they could make this movie and then some people were regretting it so I think there was some stuff so they had to be a little bit careful with it but so they were it was do they own the Frankenstein because I thought Frankenstein and Dracula and all these well they were, they are open source monsters they are open source but there's a specific universal 
monsters are owned by Universal, even though and like yeah, Frankenstein yeah. doesn't look like Frankenstein in the book, obviously. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the Be- not Bela Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who did it, but the big Boris Karloff. Yeah, Boris Karloff. That look is is uh, Universal. Universal. Okay. Yeah. But either way, um, you can't use that look. That yeah, look. you can you do use the character. You can do the De Niro one or whatever. Yeah, the De Niro one looked or that like Van Helsing one from that well, anyway. really great. No, we don't talk about that. No. <laughs> All right, so mom and dad are fighting again, and this is in the movie. Sean, Sean tries to ignore it by figuring out what uh, Mr. Alucard wants. He he has a note on the fridge saying Mr. Alucard wants to buy his di- his diary. So he sits in. I don't know, I guess he looks at it for some reason that doesn't uh, sit right with him. And he does uh, sp- writes the letters out and spins them around and finds out that, of course, Alucard is Dracula backwards. Which, you know, if I was to get a strange message from someone that I never heard of, I would like, let's see what I can get out of his name. Yeah. Just for fun. Yeah. How did... Anagram. Okay, so Mom buys this book at a, some kind of yard sale. Yeah. yeah. How did they get Mom's phone number? Yep. Yeah. Oh, there's... there's... They, maybe they looked in that thing from Tony's last movie, the phone book. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you get your I name out when you buy shit from your sales? For which is this thing you speak of? <laughs> um, Maybe it on? came up in the All small right. talk. Stop yanking on so Fred's lane. This movie's going to unravel. <laughs> so now we're at Eugene's house. Uh, he's asking his dad to clear out the monsters in his room. He's scared. His I love dad, this scene. His dad's tired and really doesn't want to deal with all this crap, but he uh, comes stumbling in, um, gives him a little bit of shit, and makes fun of him looking under the bed and all over the place. I like he's like, you, monster, get off the bed. Get out of here. <laughs> he's playing with him. Um, and then uh, Eugene points to the closet. He's like, oh, yeah, of course, the closet. He opens the door, doesn't look in, and looks at Eugene. And he's like, oh, my gosh, a scary monster. Actually, there is there is a mummy in his closet. But uh, why? I don't know why the mummy's in his closet, but that's, you know. Came in and climbed in the window and climbed right out, I guess. For some reason, the mummy picked his house. Good thing he's on the monster squad. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? That's right. The mummy does have the loosest threads of all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll get to that. (laughs) So mummy uh, slides out the window. He's pretty dexterous and uh, rolls out. He pimp slides out. Yeah, he pimp slides. Um, So Sean explains to the squad that monsters are showing up in their town. Uh, He gives this... uh, rousing speech to his crew to try and rally them and they're gonna have to they're the ones that are gonna have to fight the monsters uh back at drac's pad he and frank or he puts has frank on lockdown drac explains that he needs van helsing's diary from the kids so frankenstein's gonna have to go get it and if the kids won't give it to frankenstein then he has to kill them mm-hmm. let's talk about dracula's secret house yeah 666 shadowbrook road all right. So, does Dracula have secret houses all over the place? Yes. <laughs> well, in the, in the, in the does, story, Dracula, he was all about buying land. So just because yes. he has a secret Dracula house. Yes. Which just happens to be, spoiler alert, where the ambulance is. Yes. It don't make no sense. <laughs> like even if I'm not pulling at threads, this doesn't make any sense. Well, we'll sure get, does. We'll get to this, but. It kind of doesn't, it kind of doesn't. All it's right, okay. We'll it's, circle back. No, it's fine, it's fine. I'll put a pin in that thread so there it doesn't unravel and we'll see. Mm-hmm. So, so coming from the darn that hole perfectly up. fine with a witch hunter just pouring a drink on someone's ah. face. Whatever. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. So, Mommy and Daddy don't start farting again. We're going to go. The Monster Squad figures that since the journal is written in German, maybe that they can get Scary German Guy to translate it. Um, they go to his house, and he ends up actually being a cool, cool guy. Right? How do you say "don't kill us" in German? Yeah. <laughs> and he, and and he, he tells, tells them. them. Did you recognize him? Mm-mm. He was oh. in 
a water world. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You right. wanted Costner Seed. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's another I did, story. I did. I did. So, um, I didn't catch that, no. He gives the kids some pie. Last it's, it's the 80s. pie. It's and, the 80s. <laughs> he has a big knife, and you're like, no. oh, shit. But no, he's just a really cool dude. Yeah. And then he reads the journal to them, explaining how the amulet works. Once every hundred years, the amulet switches from indestructible to vulnerable at midnight. Or at this time, uh, they can do a ritual to open a portal that'll suck the monsters in. The date, of course, is one day short of a hundred years. And the German guy seems to know a lot about monsters. That's because scary German guy is bitching. And because he was, apparently it was a concentration camp uh, survivor. survivor. So he knows about monsters. He's got the little magne- Real monster. magneto tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and magneto t- that's horrible. Sean, well, no disrespect. It's just that's where we've seen him before. Sean Patrick and Horace form a plan. They have uh, have to make weapons, find Dracula's house, get the amulet. Oh, and by by the way, Phoebe is friends with Frankenstein now. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was sitting there, and Frankenstein just showed up. Was like, yeah. hi. <laughs> and then they all run and hide. But then Phoebe's like, no. Don't be chicken chicken shit. (laughs) They pull up. That uh, kid hides in a garbage can, which is pretty funny. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And he also grabbed the Snickers while he was in there. (laughs) Rudy didn't finish it. (laughs) Or AJ. They uh, somehow get Frank up into the clubhouse and uh, interrogate him while they hang out. And he finds a mask of himself. Yeah, yeah, and he's not too happy. And he doesn't like it. Not at all. I had that same mask when I was little. I dressed up for Halloween. Oh, I got it right over there. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He's old as hell. Back at Drax Castle, um, he and Wolfie. Is it really a castle? It's well, mansion. it's a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> he and Wolfie are searching for the amulet. They find it, but and this is where that pin comes back. It's surrounded by crosses and garlic and stuff like that. So I'm wondering. They make it seem like Van Helsing set it there, which doesn't make any sense. So maybe Van Helsing moved to America. But Van Helsing was sucked into the void. Or somebody. His somebody. followers would have had He to was have sucked into it. limbo. Yeah. Maybe they maybe I mean, they moved it to this house and then Drac searched and had this house. I mean... I it wasn't Van Helsing. It was Bob Helsing. Bob Helsing <laughs> moved it to, to Wichita. I suppose <laughs> if, that, if Bob Helsing had an estate sale and sold his grandfather's book to Sean's mom, it just seems... Super weird. It's a little convenient that it's in the same. And just yes. because Dracula can't go in there because of all the garlic and crosses, why can't the Wolfman? Oh, he can. Well, they can't. They got to get in there first. First of all, it's wall. It's walled up, so they have to get their way in there. Wolfman seems kind of strong, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At school the next day, we get a montage. Rudy Rudy basically goes and gets all the monster hunting equipment there is. He makes stakes, gets a bow and arrow, melts down and forges silver bullets. Uh, Patrick makes in business high cards. high school, he does this. <laughs> and horse. Junior high. Junior high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I think so, he's in the ninth wait, wait, grade. Let me get this straight now. Rudy's making silver bullets and steaks, and, and Patrick's like, I got business cards. Yeah, Patrick's got business cards, and Horace somehow tracks down Dracula's house on a map. Somebody has to mark it. It's yeah. important. Somebody Eugene writes um, a letter. Eugene writes a letter to the army in crayon. Like Dear you army. That takes Please come. approximately... Three hours to deliver. Yeah. <laughs> There's snail mail here. No, he's not that bitch by carrier. <clears throat> that was some modern day email shit, right? <laughs> so now it's nightfall, and Drac keeps uh, the werewolf drugged to control him when he's in his human. Well, form. I would do that too. That makes sense. Dracula leaves him to go out for a bite, but uh, the not werewolf a bite. <laughs> the werewolf was faking and spits all the pills out and gets out of his, his bonds and leaves. 
Dell gets a call from the werewolf explaining that Dracula's coming for Sean, but halfway through, the call changes into a werewolf and leaves. And, you know, Dell does not believe the wolfman, and I don't understand it, because that call seemed perfectly legitimate to me. <laughs> well, you know, maybe he uh, he's busy on the big he's mummy like, case. So. oh, you're the werewolf? Hang up the phone. <laughs> he's no. like, no, he's coming for your son! But, well, the problem is is that the, the ambulance, the dead ambulance driver and ambulance probably should have shown up by now. He, he No, he says that the yeah. werewolf was missing, that the guy is missing. He says it to his wife when they're having the fight, That's that true. the mummy was stolen true, and yeah. this body is missing from an ambulance and the ambulance driver is dead that's because true. that's some of the evidence that Sean uses. He says, Wolfman's on the loose, Mummy's on the loose, and Dracula called me looking for this book. True. So, you would think, I claim to be the Wolfman that you killed and somebody's after your son. I, You would think that he would believe that, actually. Yeah. yeah it makes true. more sense if he does. He true. knows the dude's missing. Well. See, this movie doesn't even make sense when it should. <laughs> but, the squad still needs a virgin. So they get Patrick's sister into the clubhouse to ask her if she's a virgin. She says, uh, they ask if she was uh, dorked. <laughs> she says they're gross, uh, but uh, Ruby blackmails her with, with the pictures. Semi-nude, or semi-nude pictures he has of her. That he took from The one that yes. uh, Frankenstein accidentally took earlier. Yeah, that's true. I guess Frankie. Because Frankie was looking out the the window, and his hand hit the camera right as she was taken off. Rudy Rudy didn't know that picture was in there. When he picked up the pictures, he was like, oh, holy shit. That's true, that's true. (laughs) Frankenstein is a dirty bird. (laughs) Because then the next scene, (laughs) after he finds the picture, Frankie's holding the picture, and all the the kids kids are trying to jump. So... Sean, Horace, and Eugene go with Frankenstein into Drax's house to look around. No, seriously, they do. Sean is legit fearless. Dracula blows up part of the house trying to get to the amulet with dynamite. He loves his dynamite. Uh, part of the house collapses on Frank, though, and they can't get him out. Poor Frankenstein. And then uh, Horace says, well, what if he's dead, Sean? And Sean goes, well, then he died to help us. Badass. He's <laughs> got some big wibbles. So we are yeah. not stopping. No. Um, so then uh, all of a sudden Werewolf jumps out Werewolf attacks him uh, It starts attacking the kids And uh And we get a great uh, I think we got we a little sound bite. We have a sound oh, bite sound bite How exciting mm-hmm. It's not Carly pouring wine Sorry he I says, might as well just finish doing it now Well you said sound bite and then you <laughs> Actually I don't have that sound bite That's the one we didn't get Oh well no. Either way uh, So he, he runs around them And, and they're battling him and they're not exactly sure and then Sean tells him to kick him in the nards Wolfman doesn't have nards kick him in the nards just do it yeah they kick him in the nards and he drops Wolfman's got nards, nards. <laughs> which when it, while it's a joke I was thinking of something when we, when we were watching it he's wolf dork no well a little bit but <laughs> Wolfman is the only one that has nards because Frankenstein doesn't have probably have nards he's dead you don't know Drac probably doesn't have nards he's a vampire I mean they have nards but they don't work <laughs> Mummy doesn't but, have okay. nards. So, Ghost probably fell off. Fishman doesn't have nards. Definitely. Okay, so <laughs> I'm with you for the creature. Probably no nards. The mummy, his nards are done. Yeah, they're gone. But does Dracula feel pain? I'm sure he feels pain. He reacts to pain. Because then Dracula probably still has nards. Because mm-hmm. even if they don't work to make babies, there's still nerve endings there, and that's why that should hurt so bad. Okay. Frankenstein is dead. 
he probably doesn't feel a whole lot of pain. So maybe no and nards on Frankenstein's monster. We don't even know if Frankenstein put yeah. nards on the monster. We don't know if there's True. actually nards on the monster. Like, did he take time to, to put um, dead junk on there? <laughs> there, there, well, there are in young, no, no. young Frankenstein. No, well, yes, I have. Plays a lot of pipe in that movie. Why wouldn't he have nards? He used dead body parts to make Fra to make his monster. So he's not going to cut the nards off. <laughs> of course, he has nards. What if the Nards already had fallen off or something? I don't know. Unless you're thinking way too much about monster nuts. <laughs> Look, he's not going to mutilate the genitals on his monster. So unless he gave him lady bits and he's secretly, I don't know. That's right. That's the big secret of the entire <laughs> ever is that he's not Adam. He's Eve. Frankenstein's monster is a girl. <laughs> And or maybe hermaphrodite, part lady, part man. That's right. Because I don't see any moobs on that Frankenstein monster. <laughs> well, that would just be creepy to put dead boobs on your monster. I'm just saying you don't cut the genitals I off your corpse. You just use the corpse. <laughs> oh, look. Dead, dead dick talk. And, and <laughs> dead dick discussion. Dead dick, dead dick talk has replaced Please put that in the week. notes for this yes. episode. Dead dick talk. Dead dick discussion. No, don't yes. put that in the notes. 3D. Do it. <laughs> okay, so watch out for, moving on slightly. This movie review in 3D. Just put, watch out for the 3D action. <laughs> so uh, they get away from Wolfman. Uh, they start to run down another hall, but that's where the three brides of Dracula are. Dracula, when he went out for a bite earlier, I guess kidnapped three high school girls or something. They looked a little Turn young. Turn them into uh, the Turn them into vampires. Well, I would say that if you're Dracula, everybody's young compared to you, so you probably well, sure. don't have standards as sure. of what is too young. Fair well, point. in his time, it wasn't creepy to have a 15-year-old wife, so fair That's point, true. too. So they run away from her, run away from those three girls, and then they take another hallway, and Dracula's coming down that one. So they oh, got werewolf on one side, brides on the other, and Dracula on the other, on the, all three ways that they can go. Coming up on a so T they, intersection. So they don't have anywhere to trapped. go. And there's a statue behind them. So Sean immediately starts yanking and tugging on the statue, and Horse is like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, there's always a haunted... There's Haven't always a you switch. read the Hardy Boys? Yeah. <laughs> they, pull on the, they pull on the statue's arm, and it opens a trap door, and they all fall. Not the same trap door that the opened went, earlier. The arm went the other way. Yeah, if you put it up, it goes. That down, was the secret down. passage. This is a trap door. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it depends where you put the arm. I, I've thought about that. Now they fall down in this pit, and luckily the ambulance right next to them when they land. Uh, Sean goes and snatches it up. That makes me wonder if they fell into a pit of garlic and crosses. Because what if that was a secret trap by Bob Van Helsing? To that if. Dracula had pulled the arm the True. wrong way, he would have fallen into a pit of garlic. Good point. Wait, good job, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula appears pretty quickly and begins to choke Sean. Uh, luckily, Horace has some pizza in his pocket, like he did. <laughs> and, uh, I know, I wrote down his completely believable. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And he slams his the name pizza. is Fat Kid. You have your emergency I pizza. Actually, I I would have found that more believable in the character of Chunk in The Goonies than I do in Fat Kid in this movie, but... Hey, this guy's got a gland problem. He pulls out a piece of pizza that He has looks at it like, it. but I want to eat it. <laughs> so he took a bite. And he's and like, then he damn it, no! And he sticks it to Dracula's face. Dracula's face burning him. <laughs> the kids all regroup um, with the addition of scary German guy outside and Patrick's sister. They decide to have the showdown at the church in the middle of the town because monsters hate religious stuff. And they want to go somewhere where there's people. There was no people there, though. Because it's almost midnight. Right. Back at the station, Del gets a call from the Wolfman. He warns that uh, Drac is at 666. Wolfman's down with making the calls. Mm-hmm. 
he uh, warns that Dracula is at 666 Shadow Brook Lane, and he has the amulet and wants to kill Sean. Del gets Sapir. Sapir? I can't remember his Sapir. name. Sapir. Sapir. And they go go ahead, jump in a car, and roll out to Shadow Brook. Sapir gives him some shit. Yeah, Sapir is <laughs> pretty hilarious. I'm not doing him He's justice. He's like, so you're Del telling me. <laughs> yeah. We're going to this house. <laughs> exactly. He only when gives him shit for so long, though. Well, once they play uh, chicken yeah. with the hearse, we'll get to that. and it drives right through them, he says, I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> the kids are all riding a scary German guy's car. He has like a Jeep type thing. And they are openly calling him scary German guy in front of him now. <laughs> you know what, if I was him, I'd be okay with it. He's actually billed as that. He doesn't have a name at any point in yeah. this movie. I would be okay with that. That's a cool nickname. <laughs> They're uh, hauling ass and formulating plans while they move. Uh, Mummy limps out and uh, grabs onto the back of the Jeep, amazingly, and uh, then starts reaching for the kids out of the back. But monster hunter extraordinaire Rudy, Rudy <laughs> is there, grabs a bow and arrow, ties one end to he the says, Mummy's bandage. He says, give me some slack! And the, dog, some and the slack. dog does. He says, I'm going to channel my inner Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> We had a Dennis Hopper moment. <laughs> we have another Dennis Hopper later moment. on, or it might have even been my inner Jason Voorhees. Yes, Jason yeah. Voorhees. Yeah, because he got that That's bow and arrow. Mar yeah, he got that bow and arrow merit badge. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> he takes that, he ties the mummy's slack, slack. <laughs> yeah, bandage to the to the arrow and shoots it at a tree and hits it from and a moving vehicle. Yeah. Unravels the whole mummy. Yep. <laughs> and apparently his whole body was dust except for his skull, which was weird. That yeah. is weird. Yeah. So that's uh, Mummy Down. That's one for Rudy. Good job, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Del Rudy. Ru oh, wrong movie. Sorry. Del and <laughs> Sapir uh, are driving. Uh, 100 miles an hour. 100 miles an hour down a down a. a Sapir points out because lane. he notices things. He's a good cop. He's a good cop. <laughs> uh, then they play chicken with a pissed off Dracula. Dracula's car passes harmlessly through them and keeps on going. They need to pull over for a second. I would need to pull over. Yeah. At least to change your pants. <laughs> so Dracula rolls up on on Sean Dell and his mother's house and he's had enough of this fucking monster squat shit. He's I'm not kidding. He rolls up on Sean's house, smashes through their white picket fence, grabs some dynamite out of the back of his car and blows up their treehouse. Which is messed For up, because that was a really cool yeah. treehouse. He throws the dynamite, turns around, and says, meeting adjourned. <laughs> like, he has, like, that was some stone cold shit. But he, had, like, like, <laughs> yeah. he had like five sticks of dynamite, though. That yeah. seems like a lot of dynamite for one treehouse. <laughs> and then you out. can see it through the window in the house. It is a blaze. Boom. I have to tell you, mom is not reacting properly. Mm. No. She's well, not the mom from Gremlins. That bitch would jump on Dracula and start stabbing him. Well, her problem is that she's so worried about what's going on with Martin Riggs. Yeah, she, you know, why, why is he acting that yeah, way? Yeah, it's crazy. Is he just trying to get a psycho pension? Yeah. But then, uh, Del, then and Del and Sapir have pulled up. Mm -hmm. They had to have turned around and followed yeah. Dracula. Yeah. Which well, I don't know if I have been willing to do that. I don't think I would. Unless I hear he's going to your, my house, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. They grew pretty quickly. Uh, but like they, he just drove through us. They pull up. They see the the guy on the, the Dracula on their front lawn in the burning clubhouse, and uh, Dell draws down on Dracula. Dracula doesn't give a fuck and throws some dynamite over at the cop car and it rolls Severe, underneath. And Severe can't get out for some reason because Dell jumps out 
and draws on Dracula. Dracula pulls uh, his remaining piece of dynamite. Yeah. He's down to one. Just looks at but, it. It lights. But the one piece of dynamite is enough to blow up this car. Like, blow oh, yeah. up this car. Gas tank. Well, dynamite's pretty but, rough. I but mean, he I've never needed, used it. But under the five car. sticks for the treehouse? No, I know. No, he was just pissed <laughs> off. He's pissed at the kids. <laughs> that was just excessive. And so, yeah, Sapir just cannot get out. Yeah. So he blows and up And I was so like, did he die? And Tony's like, yes. yes. <laughs> I mean... I'm you like, see him? maybe he got out. And Tony was like, Carl no. has this thing where she no. thinks that in movies, people will get away and leave the story. And I was like, that's a great way to look at the world, but no, he's dead as shit. No, no, no. He got out of that car. He's laying in the lawn across the street. And he says, I'm getting 12 for this shit. And goes home. You only had two more weeks till retirement. So. But, uh, no. So anyway, Del, Del pulls his gun out and he's, he's had it with Dracula and shoots. But as White Wolf players know, guns only do bashing damage to vampires, so Dracula doesn't give a shit. He switches, <laughs> he switches to bat form and, and flies away. He's cool around all this fire, though. He is a high-level yeah. vampire. I'm saying fire does not hurt vampires in this mythos. <laughs> That's okay. In the White Wolf mythos, though, they're watching. Apparently, out. he... He didn't... He made his raw Shrek. Gotcha. <laughs> he made his... What is... He made his role for his uh, wits and composure. <laughs> Okay, so the kids uh, make it to the center of town, um, and now it's on, and they can't get into the church. Well, because you know it's nighttime, and they're like, "Damn it!" And they're like, "We're just gonna like, have to do it out here." And they're like, "Oh yeah, because vampires are afraid of this." Well, no, they said, "They said, what do you say we're gonna do it out here?" He goes, "Oh, that's real religious. Why don't we go do it at the Burger King?" Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, they're standing there, and that's when the three brides of Dracula come waltzing up the street. Everyone's scared stiff. Except not our motherfucking Rudy. Because he's got a leather jacket. Exactly. He says, he's like, I'm in the mo He's like, am I in the I got pub this, or what? I got this one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, a cigarette down. hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> he strolls past everybody. Well, Tony's back with the sound bites. Okay. But he strolls right past everybody saying, <laughs> Yes, you are. Any? Oh yeah, you you should be running again, the goddamn club. Again, oh, he channels his inner Jason Voorhees and shoots the first one in the heart. Kills like, her. Yes, straight up kills that. Kills but then I thought bitch. it was a little weird because he was so proactive with the first one, but then the second one like gets up on him before he does anything. Now, well, it takes we, a second to reload. If we go back to Tony's thought that um, Dracula maybe got them from the local high school. Perhaps this was a girl that was in Rudy's spank bank. Yeah, he may, he may <laughs> And he was thrown Maybe. off He's by her appearance. He's a little like, oh, I don't want to kill her. But Very then possible. she gets like, on him wait, and he's like, damn, so, wait, that's Jennifer. Who knows? Like he wanted to stake her, but not there. <laughs> he wanted to enter the premises and then enter, enter the, the premises. Oh, man. But he pulls himself together at the last minute and stabs yeah, her with an arrow. He his number one with his bare hands. He's like, wait, we don't have to use bows and arrows? He's learning as he goes. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's, new to him, but he's a quick learner. Yeah, he's, he's a quick study. And then Del pulls up. Yeah. And... Well, we cut away for the scene because Dracula's bat is flying in from the heavens and uh, into the square with Del in pursuit. Del's and pursuing him in the This is the shot car. that would he's make Dennis pursuing a bat. <laughs> He shoots the bat from his moving vehicle. Leaning out the window, driving, <laughs> driving, and aiming with the revolver at this little bat and shoots this motherfucker. Did you know what they didn't tell you is that this guy was Riggs' training officer? Yeah. 
I feel like <laughs> this guy might have been the guy that trained Vin Diesel how to drive. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> in the Fast and the Furious. Remember how Martin Riggs said if you did a guy in Laos and only like two or three guys in the world? Well, he's number one. <laughs> <laughs> two or three guys in the world. Dennis Hopper's number shot. two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dennis Hopper's Voorhees. number one. <laughs> yeah, that's still the most impressive shot I've ever seen in a movie. No, nah, no. Nah, the Coogs shot was pretty impressive with the motorcycle into the airplane. I don't know, man. There's a lot of factors in the hopper shot, but that's not. All right. That's not. But that's an old story we've already done. Yeah. <laughs> so right. if you'd like to hear that, fans, you can go back and listen to that episode. Episode one. Episode one. Call. Yeah. But definitely, uh, I will listen to episode one again. I want to see how good we've gotten. Oh yeah, we'll do or how bad we've gotten. <laughs> um, but Dell's not done with Dracula. Not by a long shot. He tracks Dracula down into a building. It's and a sporting goods store. Is it? But it looks like more like. Some Jim's attic. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> weird looking, and uh, Drax's all kind of fucked up and half switched, and he does. He's Which is weird because the bullets didn't hurt him before, but yeah, now they're now bo- hurting his transition back to man. Yeah. Well, if you catch him, he's vulnerable in the transition. Yeah, everybody knows this. This is, this is common knowledge. I didn't know that. I guess that's why <laughs> like you're the in the Monster got, Squad, that right. I'm not allowed because I'm a girl. That's right. <laughs> also, Dell is ready because he stole one of Dracula's pieces of dynamite. And he stands right in front of him and lights it. And he gets ready to drop it right on Dracula, but old Wolfie's up there and sneaks up behind him and knocks knocks the, the dynamite out of his hand and pushes him to the ground. They wrestle around for a little bit, and then Sean comes in uh, after You don't mess with dad. my dad. Exactly. And uh, says, hey, asshole. And then the Wolfman looks behind him because you looked and hits him in the face with a baseball bat. Then, like uh, you do. The dad slides a... The dynamite stick down the werewolf's pants and pushes him out the window and he explodes. Because that's the, not, the second way you kill a wolf man. But it's not. So these, uh, well, he hits the ground. out a window on, onto a piece of dynamite. He reforms. That's right, his legs <laughs> get sucked back into him. Meanwhile, Patrick's sister and scary German guy are translating the text. And, uh, wait, nothing happens. So the truth comes out about Patrick's sister. You're not, you're not a virgin, are you? Sexual status. <laughs> well, Steve doesn't count. Doesn't he's count. Like, doesn't like, doesn't doesn't count. count. <laughs> but apparently, to the cosmos, Steve does count. Mm-hmm. So now we know. So now we know. And that's good, because if you're not sure if he counts, he does. Yeah. Meanwhile, good for you, Steve. So way to go, Steve. <laughs> 1987's uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. You almost murdered everyone, Steve. Well, that's not really his fault. I really blame her, because she should have came up front and like, no. There was Steve. <laughs> then they could have went and got Especially when she saw that this shit was real. Like, at first, I can understand lying. Now, here's another this thing. This is your little brother and his friends. Sure. Yeah. They, they never virgin. say that it has to be a female virgin, do they? Like, they no. just say it has to be a virgin. Yeah. Only girls are virgins? But I'm, once we're in the town square and she can see real monsters, I'd be like, dude, I'm not. I gotta come clean. <laughs> I got to come clean. <laughs> not a virgin. Yes, but still, only girls can be virgins? Yeah, because they're all, I assume, they're all virgins. Maybe. So. I'm pretty sure they Patrick has been, you know. They never state, but maybe it's really important that it's a lady virgin. Because only stay. women can save the universe. Maybe. Okay, well, only boys can join the Monster Squad, so now we're even. See? Yeah, there you One, go. It's like the same thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Wolfman somehow pulls himself back together and stalks down Dynamite Ruby. Dynamite is not like a way to kill a werewolf. There's only one way to kill a werewolf. <laughs> he uh, stalks down Rudy, who's taken a deserved break after killing three motherfucking vampires mm-hmm. on his and first day. <laughs> and a mummy. We never get and to see how the third the club. vampire dies, do we? No, no we but I'm sure Rudy We assume it was her. Rudy, because he's awesome. Rudy the Vampire Slayer. So mm-hmm. re- really quick tally, that's Buffy's one mummy. Like, wow. One mummy and three vampires for Rudy, zero for everybody else. 
but never fear because <laughs> the motherfucking Shadowbrook Police Department are here. Now let me take a second to explain these fucking warrior poets, all right, that make up the SBPD. These police roll up onto a werewolf in the street. They don't ask questions. They don't make jokes. They engage. <laughs> Long range first. They, they throw four or five rounds into the lycanthrope. Now, this is when, in movies, the cops in another town would say something like, it's not hurting him, or some shit like that, and leave. Not our boys. They immediately engage in hand-to-hand. -hand. No hesitation. Let's grapple the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Rudy doesn't have time for... These are the police you wish would show up in every movie. No, these yeah. police are amazing. <laughs> They're Absolutely. like, fuck it, we're down. Yeah. These, uh, Rudy doesn't have time for all these games, though. He walks over to one of the fallen police officers, takes his revolver, loads up the silver bullet that he forged, <laughs> and ends the Wolfman curse. At a Sean's mother's silverware. Yeah. <laughs> and he does say something about, I told you there's only one way to kill a yeah. werewolf. He's, he's, but, but you this know guy's what? got talent. But what does the werewolf say? Thank you. Thank you. He didn't want to be beating up everybody. But looks genuinely startled when he shoots it, and it immediately turns back into a human. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's surrounded by cops. It's like, not what it looks like. You <laughs> Some saw, of you saw. You saw he was a werewolf. <laughs> Some right? of you were trying to kill the werewolf, right? And they're like, dude, I'm out. I'm off. <laughs> they're like, oh, Fuck. shit, that's a dude. Let's go away. Um... So now the creature from the Black Lagoon jumps out of the sewers and scares the shit out of Horus. Um, but SBPD, man, they're there, and again, let's let's engage this motherfucker. Giant bipedal fish monster, where's my nightstick? <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, uh, Eugene has the idea that, wait, isn't Phoebe a virgin? I hope so. There's so, only five. Yeah. Way to make it gross. So, so scary German guy reads the passages because Phoebe can't He's read. like, she can't read. Yeah. I'll help her. Yeah. She, he scary reads German it, dude is awesome. And then she, re she repeats it. Um, so the SBPD uh, <clears throat> go down valiantly against the fish monster. Horace grabs one of the police's shotguns, but is still trying to get away, and he tries to run into a nearby store. The door's locked from the inside. Yeah. AJ and Patrick from earlier. Um, is it Patrick? I forget his name. AJ it's and the, Derek. Derek. And earlier, EJ. They're hiding. <laughs> Whatever. Two bully Anyways, <laughs> the two bully assholes from the, earlier in the movie. Uh, we'll edit that so it just goes yeah. back to you know. They won't let We're Horace in. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they won't let uh, Horace inside. Because Horace isn't, is, you know. Yeah. He's a fat, fat kid. So. Fat kid. But that's okay. So Horse says, fuck it, and blasts Spongebob's scale pants <laughs> in the chest, killing the creatures. So we have one for Horace. Yeah, the, the bullies yell out to the kid, good job, fat kid. And what but does he say? What does he say? He says... Hey, fat kid. Good job. My name is Horace. Oh, that's some stone cold <laughs> shit right there. Racks a shotgun, because he's ready for more. Yeah, because well, they are running out of monsters. Yeah, to yeah. be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they're doing really good I mean, on their first outing. <laughs> Rudy's up four to one, but at least he's on the board. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think you can catch Rudy at this he's, point. He's <laughs> these monsters picked the wrong fucking neighborhood. Apparently, <laughs> thank God. There's no catching Rudy, but I Horace is on the say, board. Good for him. Yeah. Thank God they invited Rudy to join the monsters. No squad. shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> They'd have been right. fucked. But now they had nothing. No. Now it's time for the big showdown. Dracula shows up uh, with. Uh, Blanca lightning for some reason running all around him. <laughs> well, apparently he can channel lightning, which comes in handy when you use your Frankenstein's monster cane. Yeah, exactly. And one by one, the fearless defenders of Shadowbrook attack and fall before Dracula. 
It's a shame because the whole department seems to be killed in this attack. <laughs> I don't know if they're killed though. I get right, the Harley, impression gonna... <laughs> that they were subdued. I don't like it when people die in movies, apparently. <laughs> but again, <laughs> again, they thought they just all just lost like consciousness and then later like went to Burger King. Like he just yeah. punched the one. Is he dead? I don't you know, know what. He this grabs guy... the one dude's arm and knocks him down. I don't know if they're all dead. I hope. In Carly's not. mind, everybody's like the Wolf Man. Like when he gets blown up, they just come right back <laughs> to life. <laughs> None of them get blown up. Severe <laughs> did. But, they, but yeah. Carly thought he wolfmaned it on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> yeah. The more the more important part part is they see motherfucking Dracula walking down the street, they shoot him, it doesn't affect him, they immediately go to hand to hand again. These <laughs> these guys don't fucking play, man. I, I don't know what they get paid, but it is not enough. <laughs> and then, well that's the last line of defense. Yeah, they get they, through they the, are the last line of defense. They though. get through, that's it. Exactly. He shoots a bolt of white at scary German guy who's talking to Phoebe and he's like, Don't look, don't look, just, just keep, keep Keepers can't read. <laughs> he he walks towards Dracula with the book. Yeah, and he's still talking. <laughs> and he says something about Nosferatu. So I was like, is he doing like his own personal prayer or something, or is that in the journey? Is that in the speech? Like, I think it's got to be in there. But um, either way, uh, Dracula snatches or blasts German guy with some kind of other weird power that he just gets on the spot, and then uh, snatches Phoebe up by her face and holds her up really close to him, and then he has a line. We were supposed to start with that. Give me the amulet, you bitch. Which, Why would you call a five-year-old girl a bitch? Yeah. That's just uncalled for. Mm -hmm. That's some that's some harsh talk to a five-year-old girl. <laughs> that's pretty harsh. And uh, in the in the He's trivia, holding her up by her chin. <laughs> in the trivia, I, w I watched them them talk about that scene, and and basically what they did was he the the Dracula guy apparently is a really cool ass dude, and he was like, I didn't go around the kids at all when I was in full makeup because he didn't want to liter legitimately scare them, and Phoebe was the one that he made sure he stayed away from the most um, because he was in the fangs and stuff. He said, but. He said that they had to do this one scene, so all they did was they had her standing there on a platform, and then he went up to her before he had all the stuff on, and he's like, look, we're going to do this scene. I'm going to walk up to you, and I want you to just scream. And she's like, well, when will I know when to scream? And he's like, oh, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he felt really bad, he said, and he said he's always felt bad about it. He goes, but he had to scare this little girl for the scene. And so he walks up, and that's when he has the fangs and the eye makeup and all that shit on, and he just grabs her face and then hisses at her, yells at her, and hisses at her, and she fucking screamed, and the girl said that was a legit scream. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was scared to death. And he's still apologizing for that today. Yeah. She's like, I'm 40 years old. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> So anyways, uh, she's, um, so Dracula's got Phoebe by the face and screams at her, and then all of a sudden somebody grabs Dracula from behind, and who the hell was that? Uh, it's Frank. Frank's back. He grabs Dracula. Frank loves him some Phoebe. Yeah, he does. You're not going to fuck with my friend Phoebe. Frank, uh, Frank, uh, Frankenstein grabs Dracula by the scruff, and uh, Dracula drops Phoebe and turns around to see who the fuck, and Frank says bogus, <laughs> and backhands the Count onto a spiked fence. Uh, meanwhile, scary German guy and Phoebe finish the ritual, and the portal opens up, sucking random people and stuff inside again. As, P as Storybook PD is going into the portal. Sorry, yeah, Carly, sorry. the ones that lived. Uh, yes, but as but you know, fine. that's limbo because they went in there and they're whooping ass. Yeah, they're beating ass. But yeah, they're the still fighting monsters for the forever. Right? To this day, he's just putting boots to asses. <laughs> and along with scary German guy's car, which I thought was kind of sad. Because that was an awesome car. Um, Dracula tries one more time to kill Sean, but uh, Sean mounts him, 
And no, uh, no, nay, nay. Grabs one of Rudy's steaks, steaks and rams it into his chest. And that doesn't kill Dracula. Dracula's pretty fucking well, tough. Well, I figured Sean didn't quite hit the heart. I figured yeah. it. He just in the midsection yeah. somewhere. He didn't. He didn't hit the mark. All I'm saying is, look, if it was Rudy, oh, yeah. he'd be dead. Yeah, he'd be deader than he Disco. Would. He but, wouldn't need the portal. But Sean is saved by who? Is that Poseidon? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nay, nay. It's not Bob Van Helsing. It's not Bob Helsing. It's Van Helsing. Van Helsing sleep, slips in and gets a rear naked choke on Drac. Doesn't even see it coming. Then he gives him a thumbs up. And they're both sucked it, in the was portal. Was thumbs up a thing back in like the 70s? Apparently it was. I don't know. They did a lot of thumbs maybe up. He learned it in, maybe he learned it in the void. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have cable in the void? We don't know what's in the void. I'm not in the phantom zone. I don't know what's in there. True. Yoda would know. How did how did Abraham Van Helsing know how to go right to the spot where the vortex opened up and how to get out of the vortex to grab Dracula and pull him back into the vortex? I gotta say, if I've been trapped in limbo for a hundred years, I'm gonna skedaddle out. And I'm, I'm out. gonna yeah, I'm out. I'm not yeah, gonna be like I'm gonna be like, see you later. But Van Helsing's all business, man. He's all about killing that drag. He's like the the, the police department. It was funny. They're gonna work well together. And, yeah. It was funny because Dracula was trying to drag Sean into limbo, and then Van Helsing drags Drax into limbo. It's like, how do you like me now, ho bag? So the portal's uh, sucking sucking people in, but unfortunately, all the monsters have to go. And Phoebe Phoebe tries and tries to hold Frankenstein's hand so he doesn't have to go. This is heartbreaking right here. She's hiding behind a park bench yeah. that does not get pulled in. For some reason. She's also four. <laughs> she's reason, also about 30 pounds. I really strength. want... She's holding on by a finger, and I really... Both you want times the finger I, to I pop want the off. finger to I pop off. I want the, the finger way. to pop <laughs> off so bad. Like, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, come on, just, just rip off. Or like his hand. That'd be funny. She could keep it in like in a in a yeah. framed thing on the it thing. Just seems like you guys are gross. Now when Monster yeah. Squad two comes, I'm thinking about how that would haunt her nightmares forever. <laughs> you guys are gross. Move her on. friend's hand so, fell off. So she, she can't hold the 400 pound monster because she's a little kid, and Frank is sucked in the portal, and it's very but, heartbreaking. I mean, he's very heavy. He's but, deadly. You know, at least she gave him something to remember about. <laughs> but she they didn't hear my pun. She throws him her stuffed dog scraps. scraps. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was your thing? Sorry. I said he's very heavy. He's dead weight. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, you had to hear that joke twice. Tony loves puns. I do love puns. Oh, yeah. All right, so she throws him scraps so he won't be alone. Sniffle, sniffle. The portal closes and all the monsters are gone. Just then, a platoon of army soldiers rolls up with a tank asking to speak to Eugene. <laughs> Can someone tell me what the Sam hell is going on around here? Well, Sean we walks sir. up. Well, we can, sir. Well, who really? the hell are you? We're the Monster Squad. Basically. Boom. And then the fantastic end credit song. Yeah. You know, I love how the, the National Guard shows up from a handwritten crayon note. Yeah. Hey, they don't play. That they got, does not play, man. That was sent <laughs> to them earlier that day. Yeah. I feel like it would have been funner if they had shown up right during the right when the vortex opened. No, because yeah. then the tank would have got sucked in and they wouldn't have been as cool. <laughs> it would have been funnier, though. Yeah, well. If the ta- It would have been funnier... If they had shown up right when the vortex opened, and as Phoebe's trying to hold on to Frank, he gets hit with the tank. <laughs> oh, no. oh That's God! Hard. You are horrible. Elaine does not like Frankenstein. <laughs> creeps me out. But I would just. That's, it's that's the way it happens in my all, head. Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. It might have made the uh, 
SBPD look even more awesome if the army showed up and were like, oh, fuck this, and left. <laughs> I don't know what, I, I would I would have liked the movie, I know it can't, but I'd like the movie to go for another 20 minutes and go, so what is actually, what's the police report on this? <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we got dead people everywhere, and cops, and, yeah. and just, just get a post-credit like, scene of all death. the monsters yeah. trying to fill out the paperwork. Yeah. All the monsters are gone. Yeah. Clear assist citizen. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's the end. Um, they, there has been talks since the movie came out 100 years ago. Uh, Sean, uh, or um, what's his name? Um, God, what's his name now? Black, the guy that wrote it. Shane Black. Shane Black has wanted very much to do a sequel where the Monster Squad has grown up and they have kids and they have to fight monsters and, you know, that kind of thing. He hasn't been able to put it together, but maybe someday you will, and that'd be kind of interesting. But well, So stay tuned for that. If they ever do like that, I don't care. We're going to do it. if he does it, because the movie's 30 years old. Now would be the time yeah. for them to have kids yeah. that are exactly. roughly the age. I feel like he's done some very successful movies, and it should help him get this pushed through. I think the only problem would be, nowadays, is you can't make movies without people that they know. So you can't... All these kids that were in the Monster Squad have never really done anything else. Except for Wayne. Yeah. And we, I think Rudy was in a couple other things, but... Rudy was in Kids Incorporated. Yeah, that's Kids what it was. Kids Incorporated. Martika. Kids Incorporated. i never seen it. Uh, me neither. I used to watch that show. I loved it. I actually have never seen that. It came on the Disney channel. So you can't see my face right now, listeners, but I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm shocked that you're shocked. I'm Art? shocked that you're shocked that he's shocked. Tony? <laughs> I'm, I'm so shocked, shocked I might as well be Frankenstein's monster. Whoa. Good thing I brought that my... That's shocked. Good thing That's I shocked. have my vam- my vampire cane with Frankenstein antenna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you hadn't stumbled over those words, that would have been funnier. Yeah, well, I didn't think about it until- Hey, so what was your favorite character? My favorite character? Yes. Oh, I jumped your shit. That's all right, buddy. It's fun. I didn't ever know. Right. We have to get there eventually. Well, my favorite character was Rudy. My least favorite character was the creature from the Black Lagoon. I feel like he could have added more to it, and I'm sad that he didn't. My favorite scene is Rudy's fantastic bow and arrow work against the mummy. Uh, And my favorite line is actually when the dad and um, is talking to Sean... And Kashan's like, I wanted to go see a movie. And he's like, no, I'm going out with your mom. Oh, what you're doing? We're going to couples therapy or whatever. And the he says, you know, but this is Groundhog Day 12 or whatever yeah. it was. And the dad's like, I thought he died at the end of that movie. <laughs> and he's like, he always dies at the end of the movie. And then dad says, if they blew him up and put his head in a blender and then mailed him to Norway, he would still come back in the next one. And then... Sean says that was part seven. That made me laugh really yeah. hard. That's my. And favorite. he also says something like, uh, "Well, that, I don't want everyone's going to ruin the plot." Yeah, <laughs> and it says like the plot. plot. <laughs> I thought that part was great, and I was a little sad that we skipped over it because that describes some of Tony's past picks. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so that was that was my favorite line. Um, I'm gonna say this movie is. Wait, um, what was your favorite scene? My, sure, that, said when, uh, Rudy mummy. Oh, oh, the mummy. Oh, that's the mummy. Okay. Killing the mummy. Sorry, sorry. Ch- channeling our inner Jason Voorhees. Sorry, sorry. Go I on. love it when archery's involved. <laughs> and a lot of our movies have archery for some reason. Weird. Um, I will say that uh, as far as yay, nay, or may bay, I'm going to give this movie a may bay. What? I saw this movie as an adult. 
Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> this movie is one of those things that I... There's a lot of movies that I love because I saw them as a kid, and you can ignore things because you love the characters mm-hmm. and you're very immersed in it. Like Star Wars? I did not see this Ooh. as a kid. I saw this as an adult, and therefore, like... It just there's parts of it that really bother me, and have you seen um, Stranger Things? No. You should watch it. It's a, it's a more, I won't say realistic, but it's a more <laughs> believable version of this. Basically, it's kind of like this. But so. it just. But no business cards. There's, a, <laughs> but I saw this as an adult, so I don't have nostalgia attached for it. Uh, right. So while I can see that there's there's some funny parts in this movie, and there's some really ridiculous stuff, and there's plot holes, and I, it's a good bad movie. But for me, it's just if you have never seen this before, I don't know that you need to. <laughs> if you have seen this before as a child, you definitely need to give it a rewatch because then you'll find you'll find that inner kid. So now she's saying yay. No, I'm saying maybe. I'm saying okay. maybe. If you've never seen it, you probably uh, know, shouldn't. You, you if you have, you should probably revisit it. So it's a maybe. So when we watched it, when we watched it like last year or whenever, that was the first time you ever saw that it. That is the first time I had ever seen it. Never even heard of it? Or? I had heard of oh, okay, it. Okay, but you never saw but it. But I had never seen it. Okay. All right. I just Carly, didn't make the rounds of Carly, you're up. I had a tie for my favorite character. Okay. Could we do ties? I also... I got a tie, too. <laughs> I actually have three written now. Oh. <laughs> it's a three-way like tie all the characters. between Frankenstein, Dracula, <laughs> and the Wolfman. No. No, no. It, it was Possum Lady. She always lady. likes the bad guys. No. <laughs> no it was the Possum It was the right? Brides of Frankenstein, or the Brides of Dracula. <laughs> three-way tie? <laughs> no names? Between Rudy, because he's the most badass character in this movie. Yeah. Scary German dude. Who Die. has no reason to help them whatsoever, but does anyway. Because he's bitching. He well, really is. He knows is. a thing or two about monsters. And um, Detective Sapir, because everything he, he said was, was he fucking was a, hilarious. He was pretty awesome. <laughs> That's a great, that guy's a great actor. Yeah. Oh, after this, he was blowing up. My favorite line was uh, Tony's <laughs> soundbite. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? <laughs> yes. My least favorite character... I couldn't decide between Eugene because, well, he was. There were a couple things. Yeah. But he was kind of a whiny little kid. I didn't really understand why he was in. Well, he's club. a little kid. I feel a, like he was a little too closet. young he to was. be hanging out with them. Yeah. yeah. Why was he there? I didn't understand. Yeah. And uh, Patrick's sister. Yeah. Well. And. Uh, then my favorite scene was when the cops go after the monsters. No fear, no, fear. no abandon. Guns don't work. Fuck it. We'll go hand to hand. Werewolves. So, uh, I understand where you're coming from. I didn't see this movie until I was an adult either. However, there are many things that uh, the more I watch it, the more I like it. And Tony's made me watch this movie so many times that I like it. So see, there you go. That's, <laughs> you just haven't seen it enough, I guess. <laughs> All right. So it's one of those things, like, there's some shows that, like, the first couple times I'm like, this is stupid, and I don't really get it, and then I watch it four or five times, and I start to get the little jokes and the little things, and there it, you go, Elaine, it 17 gets more times, better be the more I watch it, so. <laughs> I don't know, I've watched Streets of Fire about 17,000 times, <laughs> and I still think that's Stop. a piece of shit. We don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. Not yet, anyways. Because we will. Oh. The more times I watch it, though, the so more entertaining. I find it the funnier I find it the the better I find it so, so I'll give it a yay a yay alright John okay so my favorite character is um scary German guy 
because I totally get that. Yeah, he's just awesome all around. Like he doesn't have a bad thing he says. Doesn't have a bad scene. He's just awesome, and you know, my least favorite character. I'm gonna have to go with the creature from the Black Lagoon because I feel he's pointless. Yeah, like he did. Yeah. He, the only thing that he did of value was lift Frankenstein out of the the water. The only the only defense and I'll give, give Horace up. his his uh, his day in the sun. Yeah, the only defense I'll give of that is and again in the commentary that I'm sure everyone watched this movie uh-huh. is um, <laughs> that guy couldn't see like at all. So basically, he had like these two little pinholes. He, he said that the suit was heavy; he could barely move, and he couldn't see. So there was it was limited with what he could really get away with because you know. Yes. So that's maybe I'll try it with commentary. Him. Sometimes that helps. With I, I don't forgive him for that. He was no, no, but, um, I mean that's not. And his. he's also the only monster to get taken out by Horus. So hey, it was a shotgun blast. <laughs> hey, not everybody got to take out a monster though. Patrick didn't. And my anybody. favorite line: I'm going to take two because if you take two, and I hear you have two <laughs> for something else, I'm taking two because I was really like, oh, which one of these lines? Because my old favorite has always been Wolfman's got nards yeah but I've also really grown to love come on guys don't be chicken shit yeah that was, so, that was pretty funny those are my those are my two favorite lines and my favorite scene I don't know it would have to be Frankenstein in the uh, clubhouse where they're hanging, hanging out with out. the monster yeah, yeah. That's, pretty funny. That, that's just you know if you have a monster club and you can get a monster in your club yeah yeah that's, that's pretty awesome turn trader for you that's pretty good so Inside and information I'm gonna have to do a big old nay on this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Somebody else got staked in the some heart. High fidelity <laughs> shit there. That no. cut him deep. <laughs> cut him real deep. No, this is. I would say this is an absolute. You have to watch this, but I want you to do this for me, okay? When you watch the movie, don't go in analytical. I want you to watch this movie with the the eyes of a child. So we should so take this back to episode one again and say this is fiction. Right. Turn your brain off. This is fiction. <laughs> go with it with the innocence of a child and then just enjoy. Take take the ride. Don't ask questions, and enjoy. Yeah, my um with me uh, my favorite character, it was a tie between uh, Sean and old uh, Rudy Belmont over there because. Everybody loved Rudy but me. I'm sorry. All right, Rudy, we're going to give you half credit. Did anybody else think Sean had evil-looking eyebrows? <laughs> Just an aside. He, I could see Sean growing up and becoming a villain. He was very much he's a, about he's his on, cause. On the yeah, thing, right? on the making of it, they show them all now, and they're all a little weird-looking. Well, I don't mean like in yeah. real life. I mean like that character. Oh, you mean, he's yeah. Very well, he's very much very about his cause, very yeah. determined, and I could see something going bad. And I think... And um, he's a villain now. I think, <laughs> I think fighting monsters in your formative years would probably have some kind of damage to your psyche. So. Probably. Careful when hunting monsters. <laughs> become a monster. Right. Least favorite characters, Black Lagoon. I mean, See, he, like, he, he doesn't do anything. Um, favorite line is, I'm in the goddamn club. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a good line. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene is the showdown at the end. I mean... Where the cops are worse to ask. Everybody just fucks everybody up. It's pretty battle royal. I also want to say, rest in peace, Stan Winston. He uh, did the. He helped basically save the special effects for the movie. Apparently, the special effects for the movie originally were terrible, and he came in and saved it. He's amazing. He, well, he's dead, you know now, but he was amazing. He did Jurassic Park, Predator, oh, mm. Terminator. Basically, anything you've ever seen special effects wise that you were impressed by, he he did it. I much. will say about the, the special Avengers? effects. Well, he's dead. <laughs> a lot of times when you watch these older movies, you notice it, how cheesy it is, mm. and the only thing that stuck 
that stuck out to me as weird is the Wolfman's mask. Yeah. But other than that, like, I didn't think at any time, wow, these special effects are bad. Yeah. Like, you don't, I that's never true. thought well, that. that wasn't him. He didn't make the mask. He just had to make it work. I know, yeah. but that's the only thing in the movie, special effects-wise, that I even had a thought about, wow, that's terrible. Good job. And a lot of times when you watch an 80s movie, even one that you love, yeah. you're just like, oh. Oh, that's bad. Well, that's all right, bad. especially eighties movies, you know. And I really like the skeletons now, in the opening sequence. Yeah, they, they were really good, good. I would say just Abbott Costello meet um, Frankenstein. I think it was where they do like the candles and the, the stick. The candle's supposed to be going up and down. You mm -hmm. can actually see the stick underneath the candle. <laughs> that's a pretty bad special effect. Well, that's yeah. what the forties. So yeah. We can we can <laughs> let them slide on that. But if you want a good werewolf, um, American Werewolf in London, one of my favorite movies. I wish I could do it for the podcast, but it's aren't they remaking that? I don't know. But but as far as the original movie, it's it's the, my yeah. favorite werewolf movie. It's one of my favorite horror movies. If you want to do one, you do American Werewolf in Paris. That's underappreciated. Yeah, nah, that's also I not as good. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the movie, the special effects in American Werewolf in London are so good. They invented a category at the Academy Awards for special effects because of that movie and gave it to it. So it's pretty impressive. All right, that but that's impressive. it for Monster Squad, Carly. Oh, I'm sorry. I was unprepared. Ah. Uh, please find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Follow us, like us, give us some feedback. We're also on Twitter at unmovie podcast. And if you tweeted us, we will reply as we have had conversations with our listener, Ben, who I know is upset about the lateness of this episode. <laughs> ben, ben, we're sorry we I had have, a thing. There's two apologies to make to Ben. <laughs> well, let me finish this here. Ben, we're sorry the episode's late. We were out of town at a wedding. Um, this episode's going to be dropping on Sunday night. <laughs> Oh, oh really? is it really? I thought, <laughs> I thought we were I just skipping we this whole week. And we would do Friday. Yeah. I meant Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Also, okay, so first of all, Ben, we're real sorry this is late. Second of all, Ben, I'm sorry we didn't mention you last episode because I feel like we need to mention you every episode, and we didn't. And I was, like, oh. afterwards, I was really upset. I, I was like, God damn it, we didn't mention Ben. And uh, shout out to my friend Mo from my writer's group. She started listening she started to our podcast. Listening. She liked Waterworld a lot. Oh, Somebody cool. named Linda has liked a couple of our tracks on SoundCloud. Oh, fantastic. So thank you, Linda. Way to go, Linda. Also, I, I have one more thing I forgot to mention. If she's asleep, that means no. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Unless you're Dracula. That's okay. And Yeah, and also, everybody, don't get blackout drunk. That's bad. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, if you follow us on Instagram, then you got a message on Friday acknowledging the fact that we didn't have an episode this week. But if you don't, then you had to wait till Sunday when I shared it on Facebook as well. <laughs> So we're all sorry about that. We had a, we had an important we had an out of town wedding we had to go to. It was a big deal. Life happens. Yes, it we does. made it sixteen episodes before. <laughs> that would be before. eighteen. And I honestly, this is episode nineteen. Is it I really? Yeah. Thought, we made eighteen episodes and then we missed one. So that's pretty that's good. Not bad. I thought the missed episode was more my fault than y'all's fault because I was sick and we couldn't record last week. That is right. true. <laughs> Carly, Carly had the strep. <laughs> yeah, I was afflicted. So anyway, we're all better now and everything's great. Uh, <laughs> So who's but up next? On Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs, check us out there. You would have seen Chael, and he would have told you that we didn't have an episode for this past Friday. Uh, you can email us, unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If you do that, Elaine will check it and she'll acknowledge you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to write us an email complaining about us missing an episode, I promise to read it live on the next episode. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'll do that. <laughs> also, um, I have nothing else. I just want to. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next week, 
Tune in. We you, didn't do gonna... the, you didn't say Stitcher Radio. And all oh, that. you're right. You're Jesus. right. Okay. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict. I think pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts. And Reddit. That covers Reddit, where yeah. we all find them. So if you can't find maybe, us, maybe let, us <laughs> yeah, let us know. You found it somewhere because you're listening to yes. this. And let us know if you want to have us on another platform. Uh, and we'll try to figure out how to get on there. Uh, <laughs> rate us, rate us on iTunes. Oh, tell yes. your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. The numbers have been growing every Please time. Subscribe. So. We would really like the subscriptions. All right, enough, enough pandering. Thanks All for right. listening. What's up next? Next week we are going to be covering what dreams may come. Uh, My next pick, Robin Williams. I have not seen this movie. Then how can in you pick it? In over a decade. Oh, okay. But I remember <laughs> liking it. So let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, I don't then. think that's drama. I guess drama. I'm calling it's, it a drama. It's drama and romance. It is drama and romance. All it's right, my we'll category. Okay. <laughs> right. Some movies fit more than one category. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 no spoilers. Oh, no, this is the interest of Hell's an aircraft carrier. I'm all about it. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.